0: It is always a joy to come up and speak, and it has been a real blessing to hear so many amazing testimonies this morning. Uh, And so many testimonies, as God is so good, so many testimonies uh, work in so well with this message. Um, So just just before I start, uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity. Uh, Lord, I thank you for those testimonies. Uh, There is nothing that can go against those testimonies because this is what has happened in people's lives, in trusting in you. I thank you that when we place our trust in you, you will see things through. Uh, Father, I just pray over this message. I pray that you will speak through me. You are the source of this message, not myself. Uh, I open our ears and our hearts to what you want to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, yeah, okay, so a little bit of, the, uh, of a recap on what, what has happened. Obviously, we talked a little bit about tithing. Uh, Apostle Paul brought tithing two weeks ago, uh, and the, the general essence is what, uh, what Helen is saying, that the God will bless that 90%, and all he's asking is that you give back that 10%, and that 10% goes into the storehouse, into the church to make the church work. Uh, and then last last week, it was all on sowing and re, uh, reaping, on, on that, that offering, uh, part and how we sow the principle the biblical ep- economics is that as we sow our, through the time of that that harvest we, we, we then gain and we, we reap something that God gives back because we faithfully served so today is uh, just just finishing off with uh, kingdom economics and it 's on stewardship and it 's something which is really close to my my heart it 's something that I try and live live buy. So initially, what is stewardship? So stewardship really just, uh, if if you were just to Google it, is the job of supervising or taking care of something. I just want to start with uh, Deuteronomy 8, uh, and it's 10 to 18. Um, My version might be slightly different to what's on the screen, but go with it. Uh, When you eat and are full, you will Bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Be careful that you don't forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commands, ordinances, and statutes that I'm giving you today. When you eat and are full and build beautiful houses to live in, and your herds and the flocks grow large, and your silver and gold multiply, and everything else you have increases... Be careful that your heart doesn't become proud and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. He led you through the great and terrible wilderness with his poisonous snakes and scorpions, a thirsty land where there was no water. He brought water out of flint rock for you. He fed you in the wilderness with manna which your fathers had not known in order to humble and test you so that you... Uh, so that in the end he might cause you to prosper. You may say to yourself, and just just listen to these words, my power and my own ability have gained this wealth for me. But remember that the Lord your God gives you the power to gain wealth in order to confirm his covenant he swore to your fathers as it is today. But remember that the Lord, your God, gives you the power to gain wealth. So just starting with a question, really, and I'm pretty sure we can answer this question. And that is, are you the owner of your life or are you a steward of your life? Now, the great thing with this, what I'm going to be speaking on, is that uh, this is a change in your mindset. We've already talked about renewing our mind. Uh, Josie bro- brought a brilliant thing about renewing your mind. And this, this is something which will renew your mind. Changing this mindset will change your whole life. We live in a world where we are bombarded by media, uh, across all kinds of things. we have bombarded it with in, in our schools and education. Uh, we have bombarded it from our friends telling us that you deserve anything that you want. You are owed it. You're the controller of your life. You want to do this? You go ahead and you do it. But that is not kingdom economics. And that is not stewardship of your life. If you don't remember anything, I just want you to remember this one little statement. It is his to give and yours to manage. Now, when you take any part of your life, and, and as Helen said, Jesus, God has provided. God is our provider. God is our sustainer. God has provided. God has provided our intelligence, our knowledge, our, our wealth. God has provided that thing's. And it is ours to manage that. And when we think in this way, that's going to change our whole attitude to life. Uh, Let's just jump into the parable of of talents, which many of us will know. Uh, So, Jesus is speaking about um, a a situation here, and it's in Matthew 25 uh, 14 onwards. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling towards a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. That's quite key to remember, each to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more. But the one who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his lord's money. After a long time, the lord of those servants came and settled their accounts with him. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, "'Lord, you have delivered delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them.' His Lord said to him, "'Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter Enter into the joy of the Lord.'" He who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said, Well done, good and faithful servant, for you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he who had only received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and I, I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I would reap where I had not sown and gather where I've not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my, my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have at least received interest. Therefore, take your talent, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But for, the, for him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast out the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. A long scripture, but an amazing, um, amazing one. And I love how uh, in that time it's called talents, and how we've translated it to talent. Talent was obviously a lot of money, but just, just think that talent is just more than finances. So economics means the understanding of the flow of value between the source and the destination. I've, I've loved the hose example, which, is, which we, we've used. Us being that hose, we have a source, which is that tap, and we've got a destination, which is at the end of the hose. The, the water doesn't come from the hose. The water comes from the tap. Okay? Just like these talents, the talents came from that tap, and how the hose transports it uh, across to the destination is, in this term, economics, With stewardship, I just wanted to kind of point out that stewardship is not the same as servanthood. Okay? You don't serve money. You steward money. But you do serve God. You aren't a steward of God. So a little bit of perspective thinking of what you, uh, what you are entrusted with, what you are a steward of, and who you serve is different. Now, you may be a servant or you may be a worker uh, in, in business. Um, you, you are actually a steward of that position and the tasks that you've been given. You're, you're really, our, we should only just be serving God. The rest we are stewards of. Uh, one Corinthians four, one to two, says, "Let a man so consider us: the servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God." That's in the New King James Version. That very clearly says, "Oh, sorry." Then goes on. uh, Moreover, it is required in stewards to be uh, that one be found faithful. So there, it is very clear that we are to serve Christ, but we are to steward what God has given us. Stewardship is also more than finance, as we've kind of just sort of made out. Stewardship is everything that God gives us. Uh, just in one one Peter, uh, one Peter four ten. Nice, simple verse, but very, very good. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So again. Here, we are saying that you are stewards of what God has given you. If you are, like my wife, a nurse, she has to be a steward of that, stewarding how she deals with with patients, stewarding her skills, uh, and having an outworking of that, and, and, and trying to follow God in what God wants her to do with that. So we have the steward of finance. We have the steward of our giftings. We steward our jobs. Uh, and uh, in this instance, I've got uh, one uh, I've got Colossians. Uh, Colossians 3:23. It says, "And whatever you do." Do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. So in your jobs, you're working, you're being a steward of that, not for your boss, but you're doing it for God. Now some of you will know that I, 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 have, a, I have a company, but I believe that company was a gift from God. And I try and honour and I try and be a steward of that company. I pray daily, sort of, God, what do you want doing with this company? What do you want me to do? We also have the being stewards of our family. Uh, we are given our children. We don't own our children. And we've got to be stewards of our children. So as we bring them up, we're, we're bringing them up in, in, in God. Because we are stewards of them. We're looking after them. We're taking care of them. We're also stewards of our time. Our time is important to God. This time now, uh, this whole morning that we dedicate to a, a, a church service, a, a gathering of, of people, this is important. How we steward that time is important. Do we come Prepared in our hearts for this morning. I absolutely adore our worship team and our pastors. I adore our worship team because they, their, their aim, they are passionate about leading people in to that presence of God. And I know how much work they've gone in that has gone in beforehand because they know that this is a special time. This is a time that we've set aside, all of us, to have together. And so it is important that we steward that time correctly. Which leads me on to, if God has given it, God has given you the ability to use it well and make it grow. If it is God's will for something in your life, don't you think he will supply the needs for that? Then as faithful stewards, will that not be successful for God? Again, that mindset. his to give. Yours to manage. And how does this now change your whole outlook on life? So just for that that second, just for a few seconds, have that reflection. If you live in a world that your your ambitions and drive is everything that the media is saying. If, for example, you want to take care of the whole 100%, you don't want God's blessing on it. You want to put it in the world's ways. Don't you think there is a lot of pressure there? There's a lot of responsibility there? There is a lot of uh, fear there of what could happen? You are at the mercy of yourself and your own actions of your life. Now, I know my own actions, and I wouldn't put any faith in some of my actions, okay? The rate my brain goes... I'm surprised I'm standing here, to be honest. So, okay, twist that around. When you realize you are the steward of life, it flips everything on its head. We start having the open hands instead of clenched fists. We start seeing more flow to us, flowing through us. Doors open to things that seemingly would be impossible because God is working through them. Our character develops. Uh, It's seen by others as something different. And it's trusted. It's funny how as we place more in, in God and we rely on God more, have you noticed how sometimes in those cases you can walk into a room and people just notice you. you? You aren't wearing a bright pink suit or anything. You're just noticed because there is something different. And that something different is God at work in your life. And that is a light which shines very bright in a world which is just self-seeking and selfish. So as a steward, you will see all these things in life for what they are. Okay? You see things not to be abused or wasted, not to be stored or hoarded. And that can be, that can be something. So uh, how many times do we sort of think of uh, well, taking our finances? Oh, I won't, I, won't, I won't give that little bit. I'll, I'll keep it back. I'll keep it back. You end up in a, a bit of a, a situation that Helen was sort of almost concerned about until she just placed it on to, to God. You store up your money, oh, just in case, just in case. We realize that the purpose, or we realize purpose and destination of where things are going. And we recognize its source. And that. His kingdom economics for a steward. So how can we be that good steward? Well, we, we've just mentioned, we realize that we aren't the owner of things. So, so getting that, that thought, thought in. After, when we leave today, I, I, let, let us all kind of just reflect and think, is there something which I'm taking ownership of and I need to release it to God? And say, God, this is yours. We've got to be wise with it as well. And wisdom comes from the Lord. Um, There will be times where you you might have some crazy thoughts coming into your mind. You've got to just reflect and you've got to say, God, is this the right thing to do with it? You've got to be prayerful over it, prayerful over the whole thing, prayerful over your, your skills and your giftings, prayerful over your finances. And you're seeking God's purpose for things. When we've got that understanding, when we know that God is behind something, we know and we can guarantee that that supply will keep going. No matter where you are in life, you could, you could have millions of pounds in, the, in your, your bank account or you could have pennies or nothing. Or you could be massively in debt. When it's in God's hands, God can do anything. And if God wants to take you from here to there with your gifts, and you're using your gifts like a faithful servant, as it says, he will make sure that you, he's got you there, he's got you there, and he's got you there to make sure that you're at the end. So, why in life do we try and do things ourselves and try and pretend like we're in charge of everything and take ownership of it when we can have that peace of saying, God, it's yours? just want to be a good steward of it so guide me in that one of the, uh, the other pieces is and it's a big one and I really want us to all think about this is the stewardship of our faith so we know it says well done good and faithful servant to God you have been faithful in stewarding all I gave you. And that includes our faith. Uh, and uh, in, in that, that room, the upper room at Pentecost, there was a, that little flame which came acro- upon each person there. And that flame is the spirit of God. Uh, and that can roar like a mighty fire. Are we allowing that fire inside? Are we being a good steward of that fire? Are we keeping that fire alive daily as we walk through life? Are we going, God, you are King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are my protector, you are my provider, you are my sustainer. Are we doing that in our lives daily? Are we encouraging that faith to rise in us? Because that faith arises rises in us and we're stewards of that faith then that faith goes on that goes out and is present in everything else that we do if we are not stewards of our faith that flame does unfortunately get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and we begin to forget god and when we forget god we start taking that ownership back of our lives and thinking that we can manage everything So what are we doing in our lives to be stewards of that fire? And are we fanning those flames? Are we giving that the energy it needs to just explode out of our lives? And what is the point of doing life any differently than that if we lose out on eternal life and being in God's presence. There are people in this world that we know, we can name them, who are uh, multi-billionaires. They seem to be very successful. And we look upon them and go, oh, if only I was two pennies behind that person. But what have they got if they haven't got God in it? They will, unfortunately, lose their lives And they will not spend eternity in the presence of an amazing God. So when we leave here and we go into the week ahead, let us all, including me, kind of let's review all things of our life. Change that mindset. What did I say? He gives, you manage. What has he given you that you need to think about how you manage it? Or is there things in your life that you don't actually realize he's given it to you and you're just wasting it away? What has he given you and what do you need to manage let us not waste, but find opportunity, and let us watch uh, God's provision increase. Now, I love, I love the, the verse, and I'll just probably end on this verse as time is going. And it's Matthew nineteen twenty nine. I can't even remember if I had this on the screen. And it says, uh, and it's Jesus saying, saying to his disciples, but he, he uses this, he says, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields, now that fields is, is, is ownership of work, um, because of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Now in our life, are we pursuing Jesus? I love that that new song. There is freedom in his name. Who is this king? Who is this king that does these things? His name is Jesus. And Jesus is saying, everyone who leaves something for his name will inherit eternal life and receive a hundred times more the people want a hundred times more I, I, I just want to kind of end just uh, considering the parable of the ten uh, virgins in Matthew 25 again I'm not sure if I had this on the screen or not Yeah. Um, this goes on a little bit uh, about keeping our faith alive, keeping that fire alive. Uh, uh, here we go. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamp. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. At midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all the, those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give up some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No. Lest there should be not enough for us and you, but rather, uh, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself. And while they, were went, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went to him into the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know. Watch, therefore, for you uh, know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. There is a huge importance about uh, being good stewards of what God's given you. Being stewards of the faith, being stewards of our finances, being stewards of our gifts, being stewards of our time. It sounds like an awful lot, but there will be peace and protection in that that you will not have for anything else. There is also a day coming very soon that Jesus will return. And that will be game over. It's also game over if 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 you weren't to live beyond today, that is game over. And you've got to be in that position. Like those those ten virgins or the five wise virgins were Is is your lamp trimmed? Is there oil in there? Are you ready? So this morning I just want to ask that question. And then we're going to pray. Are you ready? Are you ready to be a good steward for the Lord? And as you are, there will be that time where you're face to face. And he will say, thank you. Good and faithful servant. You have stewarded well. If you don't know Jesus in the way that I'm talking and your life is full of, oh, well, it's lacking peace, then please come and speak to either myself or Pastor Paul or Pastor Wendy. And We, we would love to introduce you to the Jesus that we know. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you that it has impacted my life as well. And I pray that it has impacted the hearts and lives of us here. Father, as we steward those things that you have given us, Lord, keep guiding us, give us wisdom over them, And I thank you that as we look after these things, as we steward these things, you will continue to make them grow and grow and grow. And we will be faithful with as much as you give us. Lord, I thank you. I pray that if there's anyone here this morning who doesn't know you in that way, that you will come into their life that you will change their life and that we will all be present in front of you listening to those words, good and faithful servant. Amen. Thank you.